0: Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And This week, we got the fellas in here from the Fiddle Revolt. That's right. I got over here. We'll announce you guys, let everybody know who you are, and I'm going to tell everybody who not just didn't make it but left you guys hanging here by yourselves. Yeah. All right, here I got Alex Beck. Alex is the Fiddler. That's right. He's the guy who plays the fiddle and makes the, without him there would be no reason to call it Fiddle Revolt. That is true. And uh, you also play guitar. You also yep. do vocals. Yep. So you got your you got it seems like everybody in the band has multiple jobs. Nobody just does one thing. Absolutely. And then I also have Steven Mason here with us. How's it going? Steven's drums, keyboards. He also does backup vocals too, or lead. do you guys do you guys switch off leads too, or is there? Oh yeah, we Are
1: do. Yeah. yeah, pretty much four part harmony on every song.
0: Really? Yeah. So you guys have to work at so these songs aren't just something that you guys can do quickly. You guys actually work the stuff out. They're,
1: they are very produced. Cool. And orchestrated, I would say.
0: Cool. Yeah. The guys that didn't make it to here, uh, we have Tuan, which is uh, Anthony Haddad. He's your bass player. Yeah. Also does vocals. He's actually the one that booked this for us for you yeah. guys and doesn't doesn't even show up for it. Right. Exactly. Uh, Ian Harlow. Ian is another does same similar thing drums keyboards and vocals we'll talk about that later as far as how that all works out you guys have the same instruments and nigel pinnell guitar and vocals yep who do you have a main lead singer a guy sings most of the songs or is it really that that split up
1: um it's it's either alex or myself
2: yeah i probably sing the most of them but we you know part of the concept of the revolt was like not to really, like, establish uh, pigeonhole genres and, like, that kind of stuff. So, like, all rotating lead vocals, it plays into that well.
0: So you guys, not only not pigeonholing yourself into a genre, but how bands mechanically usually operate, you guys are even kind of taking that and saying, fuck it.
1: Correct. Yeah. In- intentionally so. Yeah. That is, um, we, on purpose, yes.
0: Yeah, because, so let's get right away into, then, the fact that you guys, there's two of you guys who both drums, both keyboard, both vocals. You guys are actually just swapping it out, man. You guys are back and forth. One time one guy plays drums, and then the other guy plays drums, and blah, blah, blah. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: So yeah, I mean, yeah. During our live shows, we do physically, I will stand up from the drum set, and we switch positions on stage. I walk over to the keys, he goes over and sits down behind the drums, and that's just the way we do things. We know our parts on every song, um, and that is usually established during the writing process. Some at some point during the writing process, it becomes either Ian or I go. I want to play drums.
0: Oh, so how you do it?
1: Yeah, that's and, and much... then
0: that, so so it's recorded that way also.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. So gonna, whoever records that. it on the album is typically the one. There's maybe one or two exceptions, but ninety percent of the time, whoever recorded the track is playing it live. So so is it fair to say that you're both equally? The drummer and both equally the
0: keyboard. Yeah. So when one guy goes in and there's no suffrage here, that's like, you know, there's nothing like, like, oh, uh, I can tell it's him playing because it's not as good as. Right. Or are you guys.
1: We are completely different drummers. But I. Oh. Oh, we, style wise. Style wise. Okay. A uh, completely different sound. Ian comes from a uh, metal background. He was in a metal band for a long time before this, and he's got all those really nice hard rock chops. He does all that. Uh, I was a jazz studies major in college, uh-huh. so I have a lot more funk background and like that kind of thing. So, like, my grooves tend to be like funkier, a little bit more linear. Um, there's, uh, it's just like, it's a more groovy thing. And then he's like, I mean, I, he will rock your face. So, so it's and not, like,
0: so it's not necessarily just, uh, I'll take this one type scenario. You guys, because you can, you, you, you differentiate your style so much, the song will kind of dictate oh, who's yeah. going to do what oh, and
1: stuff 100%. more than anything. Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, the, that, main makes it a lot easier for us to do songs that are completely different genres like we have a pop song that i play drums on we have a one that has a little bit of a more latin feel i play drums on that one and then we have ones where they were playing like all the guitars are tuned down a half step and in like drop f or something (laughs) ridiculous like super low and chuggy and then he's just going ham behind the kit so like we do everything from hard rock to latin to pop to all of it yeah, yeah. you guys
0: and, and and looking you guys up there's quite a bit of material that you guys have put out already and there's mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot, lot to go to for you guys but i want to just kind of start from the beginning real quick sure. um you guys actually were a backup band sort of you would mm-hmm. play for a country outfit yep i don't know if you guys want to say names or whatever, but. No, and
2: it's like Voldemort. It's like he, he who shall, not, <laughs> he who be shall named. not be named.
0: Oh, really? So it's like that 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 uh, that team up north. Right.
2: Yes. There you go. Sure.
0: Um. So that's how that's how you guys. Yeah.
2: Did you That's meet? how we met. Is
0: that how you met? Was he forms this band? You guys become the the band, and then you meet, and then something happens, and you guys yeah. decide to. Burn. Well,
1: the the best way. I mean, that is the origin story of our name too. We got our name from that band, and there is a pretty hilarious story behind that. Uh, I don't know if Alex wants to tell it or if I do. I've
2: been yeah. talking a lot. Yeah, well, start with I, him and uh, him and Nigel have been playing music together for, oh, yeah. like, what, decades at this point?
1: 15, 18 years, something
2: like that. Um, and then He's... I actually met Nigel. He owns a coffee shop, and I met him because uh, he had instruments, like, on the wall of the coffee shop. And so we started talking, and I name-dropped Yanni. Which like only a huge dork would like know who that is, and, and he went right into it, and uh, that's how we like became friends was because he name dropped Yanni, and which we later did go to a Yanni show and cause plenty of chaos. because oh, yeah. they weren't ready for like us. The, being 50, year, <laughs> the fifty, the fifty, the fifty-year-old moms were not ready for it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They they asked us politely to behave ourselves a little bit more, but it was pretty funny. Um, Mainly,
1: will you put that out,
2: please? Yeah, right. (laughs) They're our children. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's ever raged a Yanni concert before. If you catch my drift. (laughs) I gotta catch it. But uh, yeah, so we we came together. uh, They got in this country band, um, and there were so many people in this freaking band. There was like seven people in this band, you know. And this dude's like, oh, you know, like come join this band, and I'm going. You don't need, like, a fourth guitarist or whatever is going on. And then I'm like, oh, you know, like, I do play the violin. And so, like, just like that, I ended up in this country band, too. And none of us are really necessarily, like, country people. Um, we're definitely more on the rock and roll side. Um, so we did that. I put up with it for a few months. And then, like, I don't know if I quit or he would say I was fired, And then there was a big, big falling out in temper tantrum on the phone where he said he he didn't want to hear about this nonsense and this whole fiddle revolt. And, like, that's where the name came from. And it was, like, really funny. It's kind of like a joke.
0: It's like back at you type thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm sure he's mad about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like but it's kind of, it's a cool name so now I'm I'm the revolting fiddle player that's what I always say so
0: you know playing the fiddle and playing violin are not necessarily the same thing it's two different styles of violin right so correct yeah. so when you when you said that I know how to play violin I'm I'm assuming violin maybe from school or something to that nature is where you kind of got into that instrument yeah yeah so did you have to like tweak everything to like to do to to learn how to incorporate the fiddle into or the violin into what it became was it something you had to kind of work at
2: um, it's basically, it's like a stylistic difference, right? So I always say the joke, uh, you know, what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? It's a violin has four strings and a fiddle has four strings. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just like a description <laughs> of like a style and like a more relaxed thing, you know? And, and for me, I did, I grew up, I played violin in school orchestra for like a few years, so that would be, like, my classical training, which wasn't a ton. I think I only made it to, like, 7th grade. It was, like, 4th to 7th grade. And then I put it down forever. Um, and I was in a band in Cleveland called Debussy when I came out of college. Um, and at the very end of that, I had, like, picked that up again because we had gotten another guitarist and we were kind of looking for, like, a you know, a way to differentiate. So I picked the violin up again and... Um, for like one brief fleeting moment and then until I got into that country band, you know, I didn't really touch it again. So it's something that kind of naturally developed where like I don't have a super extensive classic training um, and then like adapting that to rock was something that it was like I was already more comfortable with that because of the way that I play guitar and stuff. Um, so it was just kind of translating that to the other instrument, which was interesting but it's it's a lot of fun now. In the beginning, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out of my mind. But
0: well, you, you remind me. I actually, um, my daughter when she was in high school, she was a cello player, and you know, who Mark Wood is from. He was in Trans Siberian Orchestra. He was the viola, viola player back then. Okay. He would once a year. He would pick a school, and he'd bring Trans Siberian Orchestra to that school and play with their orchestra. That's sweet. Rock songs.
2: Yeah. That's sweet.
0: And um. It was the Sabotage drummer from Transired By Orchestra and him, and then he had a couple other people that would come with him, like I said. But they did Stairway to Heaven. They did Purple Haze. They did uh, Sunshine of Your... They, they did oh, all that. the classic, and he would play viola, but he, liked does the Stairway to Heaven guitar solo. Oh,
1: wow. like, oh. viola, yeah. Oh, yeah and I kind of noticed yeah.
0: that's... You kind of remind me of that whole vein, mm-hmm. what he did, where he played the viola, but like a lead guitar yeah. when he was playing it, you know, you were playing solos and you were doing, but it wasn't a typical fiddle solo where you would hear like on Charlie Daniels. Right. Mm-hmm. It was more of a rock guitar solo, but with that fiddle sound to it, the violin sound to it, yep. which really gives it a whole different perspective and a feel and everything. Yeah. That's, that's what it reminds me of. Sort of like that. That's how you kind of play it. Right. Would yeah. you say?
2: Yeah. The violin it's, it's a unique instrument just because of where it sits, like in the mix. Um, it's it's very prominent um, and even acoustically. I mean, obviously that's why the orchestras didn't need to plug in when there's like hundreds of those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's I'd say that's pretty much the way that I go about it. It's like I learned guitar basically self-taught and kind of just play by feel. And so when I picked the violin back up, it kind of was a similar thing. Um. So there's, you know, solos and melodies more than like the textured like background like just violin chord or or if you will or like yeah i i um
0: i noticed i was watching some of the videos of you guys playing live and stuff like that and you do you kind of play it like a guitar Mm -hmm. you know what i mean even when you're not solo and you're 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 strum, you'll strum it you'll pluck it you'll do all kinds of stuff to to kind of like fill in more sound give it a give it that extra little something that that only you guys kind of can get because you have that fiddle which is really in more of your country type music you guys have kind of like said nah you can do this too and we're going to show you how. You guys are you're kind of like there's not a lot of I mean I don't know many bands doing it. You, the horn thing became popular, you right. know, like mm-hmm. but this hasn't really caught on anywhere else I that I've seen and it's not like it's it's good. It's it's, it's really yeah.
2: good. That's the one thing I'll give country a little bit of credit for is there's a lot of violin all through that whole scene yeah and there isn't in like almost any rock or anything else like yeah. you said, classical
0: actually. really that's exactly. about the only
2: which is why i think it's so important what
1: we're doing yeah because like yeah we're taking the violin out of the country you know yeah people hear the name that is one slight thing about our name being the fiddle revolt is it tends to steer people to thinking that we're
0: outlaw kind of outlaw sound. country or something exactly. like that
1: they hear the name and they're like oh you guys a country band and we're like actually no not at all we well no offense to you country listeners out there but <laughs> not our not your thing usual thing no." Um, but
0: without it you guys probably aren't a band right yeah, exactly. because because yeah. that, that
2: exactly without yeah. that
1: like mild animosity yeah we probably wouldn't have had well, the
2: whole <laughs> a couple good things came out of that for one i wouldn't have primarily been on a violin like i no. don't think that would have happened which was really cool um two he helped us fix the poo trench which was oh, yeah uh, the poo trench yeah, which was pretty good one. i moved into a house in akron it's a 1928 and uh we had like a crazy sewer backup situation <laughs> and this dude and poo his dad geyser. were a plumber yeah And so, like, we ended up, like, rather than pay, like, 15 grand to, like, tear up my whole front yard, we, like, did this ourselves with, like, pickaxes and ended up shooting, you know, 15 uh, feet of, of poo guitar into the air in the front yard when we found the issue and it was uh well
0: you guys busted through the tile and it, and it shot everywhere yeah it
2: was it was unlike anything you would ever see but it was pretty i really wish there was a video of i was it gonna say could you get a recording of it oh we did not know what was about to happen we had no idea someone
0: doesn't have like a ring type thing on their door for across the street or
2: something oh uh, that's i don't even want to know
0: so you guys, you know, what's cool talking to you guys is that you guys are like very uh, group oriented. So it's like, it's like, you know, there's not one guy leading the whole entire posse with mm-hmm. like yep. So does that kind of make it a little more difficult to write songs since you don't have the, the, the one main dude who's kind of like doing it that, you know, that makes it easy when it's one guy.
2: Yeah, it can. Um, uh, we did that on purpose. It's part of, you know, the reason revolt is in the name is kind of you, you've hit a lot of it. Um, in these conversations, like, we didn't want to be one genre. We didn't want to have one singer. We call it uh, lead singer syndrome, yeah, you know, when people get their whole uh, situation going in their head, and uh, we wanted to avoid that. We wanted to have more fun. We wanted to keep it fresh for us, for the audience, and be different, and, like, like you said, there's a sound that is inherently, you know, different and, and only accessible when you do something like that, and it can be a challenge writing to get any sort of, like, uniformity. But I don't know that that's necessarily what we want either. Like, we don't want albums where people are like, oh, they're just, like, totally all over the place and out there. But we don't want all the tracks to sound the same. That's, like, one of my favorite things about our stuff is it you don't get bored.
0: Right. Well, it's not the same thing twice.
2: Right. Yeah. So it's it's – what we're trying to do now is find that balance of writing where, like – we still have that sound, that fiddle revolt sound, um, but it's not necessarily always the same person writing.
0: Are you guys? Do you guys spend more time in the studios and practices, or or do you guys play out enough? Where, I mean, are you guys getting out a lot, playing out a lot, especially recently? Now that things are kind of getting back on track.
1: This past summer, finally. Yeah. This was our first solid summer in at least two or three years. Um, we, I think, we did twelve dates between. May and September. Pretty good. Um, so we had, yeah, we had a pretty good summer. Uh, we're a little bit sparse out now because uh, we're going into the winter, and we're trying to get back into the studio a little bit more. Um, it's been about, it's been almost a year since our last uh, single was released. It was uh, what June?
2: Something like that. Was we like- we haven't spent enough time in the studio. Not we, recently. We spend a lot of our time practicing and playing shows, Um, and that's going to be kind of our focus for a little bit here is, is writing and going to the studio and creating new content for our, our schmoinglers, as we call our fans. <laughs> yeah, we call them
0: do you guys? Do you guys, when you play live, do you ever have the situation come where – a group of people show up expecting something else because they don't really know who you are, but the fiddle revolt brings them in and they, they're expecting a certain something and then they don't get it. They react a certain way. Anything like that ever happened? Or do you get, do you ever get odd reactions from people or, or like, you know, I mean, I've played, I've been in bands and I know how it is when you're up there. You, you, you see faces and you know, oh, yeah. you know, expressions and you know what they're thinking and how you know how it's going. Yeah. And, and you know, with yeah. you guys, a fiddle revolt could, could, be a lot of different things you know there's probably some expectations going Mm -hmm. to it and then b you guys have this huge diversity of things you know so I, maybe by the end of the day, they still don't even know what who the hell you guys really are, as far as trying to pigeonhole you into something.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do
0: you get a lot of that though from people? Do they respond, you know, differently?
2: So the way we do that is we kind of trick them into <laughs> uh, like figuring it out, right? So like for example, we we were booked for an Americana festival in Kent. Oh man. And we were kind of like, ooh, like sh- should we tell them that we're like probably not really americana like almost at all like it's a little bit of a stretch like and then we're like no like so we started off with like our scrape in and like our only songs that you could say have like that kind of quality about them yeah and then we like ease them into the more orchestrated like rock parts and and like the movement and uh we don't you know, if if it's like that, I don't see it too much. It's more of uh people are surprised at like what our sound is and how loud we are and uh but but we usually are able to win them over because it's yeah. it's relatively universal in uh you know, it's not like Swedish death metal or something where, like, your grandma's going to be offended. Like, no. we, we can normally get across to, to most demographics.
0: Well, no, and you guys are all high-level musicians, too. It's right. You guys can tell when I'm watching, when I'm watching, guys. it's like you're not watching mid-level type stuff here. You guys are all very good at what you're doing, so it's not as if it's being hacked. Follow me, you know what I mean. It's not. There's no hacking going on here. It's very good stuff going on. See,
1: I would almost disagree with you, Alex, there, because I would say that I see at least one of those reactions at every show. Yeah, really. I would, yeah, every single time I'd say I see at least one. Yeah. One person that like came in thinking that we were gonna sound a certain way, especially my friends, because like it doesn't matter how many times I try to describe the sound of my band to my friends, the first concert they actually come to. Is the one where they're like, "Whoa, okay, now I get
0: it." Yeah, right, right, it, right.
1: It, honestly, it it really is impossible to understand what we're doing musically without seeing it or hearing seeing it. Seeing a collective of songs, like you you can't listen to one song oh, of yeah. ours and understand what our sound is. Yeah, yeah, we're, that's it, true too. It, we vary too much between each song for that to like work.
0: Is this all you guys each do? Is there anybody else and other stuff? Or are you guys this is your this is your this oh. is your woman?
1: Oh, you know Man, I mean? we all we are all have burning that candle.
0: Times. Well, not the, not so much that. I'm talking about other music. Yeah, bands, other oh, bands, and is, yeah. this, is this what you guys do exclusively with the music right now?
2: So Nigel, our guitarist, is in. He's been in a cover band called No Control for quite some time. I in was like in it the the when Cleveland we were in like seventh grade as well. Yeah, that it's been how. going on for a while. Like I've played bass in that band. Um, Ian will play drums mm-hmm. depending on the situation. Um, Ian and Nigel started a side project recently called The Pour Overs because, mm-hmm. um, again, cool. he, he owns a coffee shop, so that's like a coffee reference, and yeah. it's one of the girls that works there sings, and then him, him and Ian are in it. Um, I play music with another dude named Nick who's in Like Tyrants um, and was working on a project with him and my girlfriend called The Fiddle Daddies because uh, she actually is an orchestra director of and Monroe Falls. Yeah. Um, and then Steve does solo stuff and is like a karaoke master over here.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Do you do, you, do, you, do you do
1: karaoke or do you? No, I just, yeah, I just
2: sing karaoke for oh. fun. I, that, that was how do you I guys
0: have your own studio? Does somebody have their own studio we, or do you guys buy time?
1: We, we both. So for tracking like live drums and stuff, if we need a really big live room, then we'll go to usually we, we're really good friends with Akron Recording Company. Huge shout out to ARC. They're awesome. Um, we use them a lot for like big drum tracks, but a lot of the stuff is DIY. So we have little home studios set up. Uh, we had a studio we built in Alex's house, uh, in Akron. Um, we have another little studio at Nidal's house in Stowe now. Um, pretty much wherever we are, we have microphones, we have the mixing boards, we have the capabilities
2: to like do
1: whatever we need,
2: um. Anywhere, honestly. Yeah, we recorded uh, the string part of Disconnected and Keep Your Head Up, actually, in a gazebo. In, oh, yeah, uh,
1: Flooring Meadows. Yeah. That, that was up
2: near my house in that was super uh,
1: Bainbridge. Cool.
0: Why did why, you do that? What was the... How...
1: It's, it was an eight-sided <laughs> concrete gazebo oh. with concrete floor and stone all around the outside and then these big rolling glass doors so you can kind of get an idea for the acoustics in there. Yeah. So we put Alex... Uh, with his violin, and our bass player, Twan, with the upright bass in the very middle of the room, and then we just spread mics out all around there, and the natural reverb we got from in there was awesome. It was
2: insane, and I was was mad at first, because I was, like, a little bit sick, and not understanding why we were going, like, an hour out of the way to, like, record, and, like, I got there, and I'm all cranky, and they're like, dude, play a note, and I just go, like, warm and it's like and i'm like oh, okay now i know what I'm I like am. all right all right i'm not that mad <laughs> yeah like, and the upright in there was just insane oh yeah like it was like it was so fat yeah just it's just like this
0: that's cool that he does he has one of those too you guys because mm-hmm. he, because he, what i've seen he's usually playing an electric bass so it's, it's
1: <laughs>
2: we, yeah. yeah we don't bring it to gigs because it's so much unwieldy yeah, yeah it's so much Maybe like, maybe we will one day.
0: Have you guys ever thought about like a rockabilly type thing? I was is there, there like a guys I mean that's the upright bass and the whole
1: I could absolutely I could absolutely see us doing a rockabilly song. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily making it a whole thing. Well, that's what I guess like, what I meant.
0: I guess that's what I'm at. I meant. I could absolutely
1: direction. see us doing it at least Or you could pull like that, that,
0: that thing out for something. Oh, for sure. You know, absolutely. like you guys, you know, what's cool about you guys is that you have so much diversity amongst yourselves. You know, each guy being able to be multifaceted and do other things like that. Yep. Like that's, you know, that it, in your pursuit of being different. That's the, Those are the ingredients to, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to get there, right? You know what I mean? That diversity and that ability to do things. The fact that you can play keyboards for one song and then mm-hmm. do drums for another song. Have you guys ever thought about d- d- doing dual drums <laughs> where you guys are both playing drums? Or do you guys like do an aux thing where you have one guy kind of doing?
1: That was what I was going to say. Not two drum sets, but absolutely two rhythm parts.
2: So a a floor percussion
0: type setup.
2: Yeah. We've we've talked about... I have a glockenspiel, too. Like, we're going to get into some some stuff like that live for sure. Like, they have a cajon kit. um, Oh, yeah? mm -hmm. Like, all sorts of different stuff. Oh, Tuan, too. I didn't mention this when we were talking about side projects. Tuan is also in... uh, Fun girl, yeah, with fun girl. Uh, Gabby, with his sister-in-law, Gabby, yeah. Yeah, and they they play. So everybody is inside projects. Everybody's playing music all the time.
0: And you're all working.
2: Every and top of all working, working full time, mostly full time, if not more. Um, so yeah, we're out there. We okay. try to get to the scene when we can. My other. Pastime when I have any minutes is going to other concerts. You're you got to see shows. So I probably made it to like a hundred shows this year or something Holy like that. Holy shit! Um, I He's got the, insane. Uh, yeah, I wish. I I was going about two or three a week. Um, I just went to Red Rocks last weekend to see Incubus. Oh, you're going
0: you're going out to see shows. You're not, you're not talking uh, about local. Everywhere.
2: I mean, I'll go Colorado. I'll go local. Um, I'll go to Pittsburgh. Like we went to see uh, Ben Folds in Pittsburgh with the orchestra, and then. Came home and realized he was in Cleveland. Like the next day, went in Cleveland, oh my God. and then we went to. There was a show that Saturday too. I think it was a Blossom show because I got seasoned lawn passes to Blossom, so sweet. I was everywhere.
0: For one, uh, your buddy's coffee company. We, we you mentioned it. He's got a uh, uh his own coffee place. Yep. What's it called?
2: It's Open Door Coffee Company in uh, Hudson.
0: Hudson, and you guys said it's pretty good.
2: Oh yeah. No,
0: diggity yeah. is what you said, actually. I actually it <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's uh it's
1: uh, Nigel and his mom, a little family business that they've been doing for how many years now? Five, six years? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um uh, yeah. Right in downtown Hudson, right next to the big clock tower. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's right there First in that day main day. intersection
0: no no kidding Um,
1: they're 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 hopping they're doing great
0: yeah coffee man if you can make good coffee man people will pay top dollar for that and it's
1: and it's real deal stuff it's like
2: their own roast they do you know they oh really yeah Yeah. they they have like yeah they
0: they know the ins and outs they got the whole thing from start to finish
2: well that's my thing i thought before i like knew him i thought i knew about like stuff like music and guitar and coffee and then like i really (laughs) learned about that you know coffee and stuff in depth and i'm like woo. Didn't know I, anything. Yeah. I still didn't know don't know
0: anything, anything. about coffee. Yeah. That's cool, though, man. Just now, do you guys have a permanent supply of coffee now because of this? Is this something like <laughs> – like, if, I know if Pat owned a coffee store, I'd be like, dude, you got to bring me some
2: coffee. So <laughs> now that he moved out, my permanent supply has dwindled. Oh. Um, when, but I will say, like, when, when Ian and Nigel were both working at the coffee shop and they were both living with me, and I bought a Breville uh, espresso machine, which is like $700. It's like a good one. So, like, it got real bad there for a minute where, like, we were running this thing, making, like, three, four espressos each a day for, like, four people. So we'd burn through a pound of coffee in, like, a day and a half. Oh, man. And and once that settled down and tapered off, it, you know, got to be where we're all making probably one latte a day and we're going through a decent amount. Um, but now it's just me by myself and my cat, so it lasts I mean, a little bit longer. Yeah, try it. Mean, yeah. yeah, we're coming over for band
1: practice, and then Nigel's, like, making me a latte with a freaking swan on the top. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, like, the cream
0: yeah, on yeah, the yeah. He's, yeah, like, he like drawing – he's drying,
1: like, ivy and, like, doing all this great – and we're just like at house at band practice. And he hands me this like gorgeous looking gourmet latte. coffee. Yeah, I'm like
2: thing. what the what? <laughs> we're pretty spoiled because I got yeah, the beer situation pretty like, covered. I was
0: gonna say really that serious, too. So. Like, you know, you beat me. I was gonna say uh, well, he's got the coffee, yeah. and with you doing the beer,
1: yeah. like and then this I is do the liquor. I'm a bartender. Yeah. Oh,
2: I thought you were gonna Tuan tell me you, you still liquor too. Well, that's Twan, our bass player. Yeah, he does. He makes wine. I was actually in his wine room um his wine room <laughs> yeah. was intense he's probably got like 100 bottles laying there and he's got like four more carboys going i forget so. what
1: he's had it's turned gallons i think he said he had close to like God, i don't know at least 100 gallons what's he gonna like do that. with all this he's aging uh, he it. drinks it he gives and it he away we drink it yeah.
2: yeah
0: well the giveaway part i'm more yeah. interested in
2: the yeah yeah <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll keep you on the next yeah release. can you get on a list somehow we want to
0: get on the list uh-huh, yeah, um, you guys were involved not too long ago into the battle of the land. hmm mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's referring to the land, Cleveland. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit what happened with that thing. Were you guys even there? Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> neither, neither of us were there.
0: Neither so. of us were. So there. you two weren't there. No. So
1: no. they stiffed you guys on the interview here, and then you guys were like, Yeah, yeah.
2: right. I guess honestly, maybe that's what this is. This is. Uh, this a little bit of uh, yeah. <laughs> so we all a have payback uh, or something. We all have like. <laughs> There's five of us, right? And we all have a a, a section of the name that we say we represent. Right? Oh yeah, so like, yeah, good. um, Fiddle. He's he's the, he's Re. I'm the, uh, I'm, re, <laughs> I'm Re. I'm Re <laughs> of the Revolt. Um, Ian, Ian, and Nigel have a, a production company called Voltage. So those two together we Are call Volt? Volt. And then Tuan is the. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so yeah. so depending on the show. So yep. the the band that actually played the Battle of the Land was uh. The vault. The vault. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the vault is the.
2: Yeah. yeah. And now we're just refiddle.
1: <coughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Fiddle So we're. Yeah. Right now you're talking to fiddle read. Fiddle Yeah.
0: <laughs> you couldn't. So they couldn't be fiddle revolt without you.
1: Yeah, well, it would just be The Revolt, you know? Well, they—they, they, w- this is a joke. They played as The Fiddle Revolt. Like, yeah. we don't actually enforce That's just our own little... I'm just saying, though, yeah.
0: they, I mean, like, we are just talking about how confused people could be hearing right. you with The Fiddle.
2: Right.
1: When
0: The Fiddle Revolt comes out yeah. without The Fiddle, I'm thinking, wow,
2: that fucking... Well, people get weird about that, too. Like, uh, they'll be like, oh, I didn't hear any Fiddle yet. And it'll be like four seconds into a song, or it'll be a song I play guitar on, and it's like, not every second is, like, Fiddle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's in the name name but yeah
0: um and you know like i actually when i first heard that name i actually thought for a second i was like i wonder if these guys are like because it's like revolt yeah so i'm like i wonder if these guys are like anti-fiddle you know what i mean <laughs> like, like, they're yeah. like we will never put a fiddle in yeah. our. Song.
2: we just <laughs> that, burn fiddles on stage yeah there, right <laughs> that <laughs> would be <laughs> a <laughs> hilarious <laughs> shit. Smashing fiddles. Like, like that
0: um, so did you guys, how, how did the battle of the land work out? Was that, was that actually a battle? Was it a competition? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah it was a vote in, um, thing. And then it, the three of them went and played and, uh, it was, it's kind of based on like how many people you could bring and all that. And, and since we couldn't even bring our whole band, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have a ton of notice. It was like, it, they, it was a weird thing. They it gave was, us like, it was like one week notice. It was like four had. days. Yeah. And, and you oh. know. And then it was like it's on a Saturday. We're finding out like Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And it's like, well, we're not gonna be, have a ton of people, you know, because that that was in that was at what uh Tower. It was at Tower City. Tower City. Cool, super cool stage. Really cool pictures. They had a good time. I mean, it's definitely um, a
1: real thing. It's put on by iHeartRadio. Yeah. Um, It's a whole big thing. I mean, we got into. They narrow it down to, like, 16. There are probably 120, 130 bands oh, wow. that were in it, and they narrow it down to 16. So
0: are, they, are these, like, private uh, competitions that are going on elsewhere, and then they – are they all – It's
1: just a website. That was an online oh, voting. So, yeah, the, fir- oh, the hu- oh, first round is just online voting. Okay. Whoever top 16 bands for the online voting go into the actual live performances. Okay. Um, and then you play three songs – Uh, at Tower City and then they have an in-person voting thing set up there and then uh, the top four bands go on to the finals I got you we had we're missing two fifths of the band yeah so 40 percent yeah so we we kind of just kind of chalked it up to this was our first year at it and a lot of bands have been doing it a bunch of times so yeah like my philosophy was like all right this year was a nice like, little experiment but like next year we're going to go for it really be a try You'll be a little bit more ready do a little bit more promotion stuff cuz it really is a cool thing that they're doing um I mean it's But you know when you do these, enter you know
0: When you do these kind of competitions or these online competitions in some ways they're like a popularity contest. That's you know, exactly yeah.
2: what this is. Yeah, I that mean is like exactly what this is. You're right. But a I lot of stuff agree. ends up being that way and I mean look at mainstream pop radio and stuff like it is quite literally not about talent in in so many facets of it it's it's a popularity contest it's about yeah, it and is. and at the no, end of the sure. day you can fight as much as you want but at the end of the day like we're only benefiting a, a, a venue or a, a bar or whatever like if we bring people and it's only beneficial to us if we're bringing people and it's only beneficial to people if you know they're enjoying our music and we're giving them like what they want yeah so like that's you know part of where we're at right now at least We've been around long enough to be in, you know, getting recognized enough to get into Battle of the Land and stuff. But really finding that, you know, demographic and that that big following is, is kind of where we're at, looking for going on tour in the future and, like, being able to maybe not have 17 other jobs and side projects. And, you right, know,
0: right, 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 right.
2: Stuff is changing all the time, you know. I, I always say that people don't realize, like, what a volatile situation, like, you know, being in a band is like trying to to not only find the time to get five people together but to like have that you know level of connection and creativity like the best way i heard it described is a guy said it's like having five girlfriends and it was like ah like i've never thought about it like that but it is you have to maintain those relationships and you know not kill each other yeah um, for sure
0: for sure if you watch the, if you watch the <laughs> show a lot that 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 topic comes up quite often about yeah. the ma- it's, a, it's like a marriage
2: yeah so and never know, date there's... anybody in your band obviously you know we're all dudes that so we don't yeah if you guys, guys start dating that, each other but...
0: you're probably the other guys will so. probably make fun of you <laughs> yeah probably um speaking of that i want to get some of the merchandise you guys you got yeah,
1: <laughs> speaking of good segue um, yeah like do you guys so we, we, yeah. we have we have we have the typical uh stickers you know we've got we got some magnets um you know, lots of fun things. But we like do. the stuff that you know. I got a
0: lot of yeah, we stickers. Got, but, I got a lot of magnets back here. Yeah, but Fans give this, us all kinds of stuff. I but you doubt don't have any you've of these. seen one of
2: those. <laughs> I don't see any of these over there. I don't. See.
0: Now, now, describe to people at home that don't know exactly what that might be used for.
2: This uh, this is our Fiddle Revolt butt plug. <laughs> um, it's actually custom designed with the Fiddle Revolt logo right here. for. Oh,
0: I thought you meant it fit somebody's butt. Beautiful.
2: Custom made to Custom somebody. molded We, we molded it to your anal. <laughs> we molded it from a specific anus. Yes. <laughs> no, but uh, a fan, a schmoingler uh, that was working at a brewery I was running at the time, uh, we were talking about... Merch, you know, and I was I said that. So we call our fans Schmoinglers. Why?
0: Why? What's the what's the
1: what's that?
2: Made up word, just something cool. She Uh, made up a word and just decided
1: to call people that. Yeah,
2: kind of like how Lady Gaga has monsters. You know, we we have Schmoinglers. We wanted our own. I uh, got you. you I got you. Um, And so we were talking about fidget spinners, and I wanted to get fidget spinners branded. And call them fidgety schmoinglers, you know. And she's like, that's stupid. And I'm, I'm going, oh, what do you think would be cool merch? A butt plug? And next thing I know, she goes on Etsy, and she does this without me knowing. She goes on Etsy, she finds our logo, she sends it to a person that makes custom butt plugs, and she, she sends it, has it shipped to Nigel, our guitarist's name, at my house. That's when we were all living together. And the best ever was this dude got this, and he opens it, and he's like, yeah, it's a, what is it? He 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 didn't know what it was. So, like, upon learning that, he swiftly threw it down, and, you know, we were crying in the corner laughing so hard. But, did yeah.
0: you guys, Did anybody know exactly what it was when they first pulled it out? Was everybody like, oh,
2: yeah, I got uh, one of those? I mean, my... I knew it was coming, no, oh. no oh. pun intended. I got um, you, I got you. But what we like to do with this is that we'll attach it to our mailing list and we'll say, stay plugged in for all the latest uh, <laughs> <Pato> <laughs> Revolt That's news. That's awesome, man. Yep. Um, yes. And, you know, we say uh, $30 brand new. Fifty bucks used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So you just got the one.
2: Yeah, we just had the one. It was that Would you guys sell it for
0: ever? For is there an amount of money that? I mean, obviously there is. But I, I
2: mean, mean. It's, it's a great story. I would if the moment was right. I probably would, but like you know. We, it we would need be pretty hard of, uh, to give
1: this thing up because it's just.
2: We need like we, cool. we need like it's a hard. demo it's of it right. or something <laughs> to get it, uh, you know, a photocopy picture rights where maybe well, that's true. Maybe we that's the need... center of the CD, because you know. You not know, Yeah, right. Well, and I, I, so I mean, fun. it's like
1: perfect because like this is, you know, this would be like this is what you're looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You won't
2: see any of this?
0: Or you just have one of you guys mooning the camera with that stuck in his asshole. But that's what I'm
2: saying. We're gonna do that, but with a hot babe. You don't want any of ours. I would be Album funny cutter, though it I mean, could it be. Would. I have a girl that wants to collab on OnlyFans, so we'll see if we can get that rocking. For real? Yeah. All okay. right, let's do it. I know that's what I'm saying. The music part of this whole thing we've we've had a lot yeah, of fun yeah. talking about everything else, but
0: really the music part. You guys got 15 songs, something like that, out. You guys mm-hmm. actually have a CD out, yep. 10 song CD, self-titled Fiddle Revolt. Um, how long ago when, when did that one come out? That was the first
1: thing you put out?
2: Yeah, 2019, I want to say. Yeah, that was our COVID project. We kind of finished it up in in that realm of timing.
0: And this is for sale? You yeah. guys selling this on on like on Amazon, that kind of thing? You can go buy this? Do
2: yeah, you guys also stream it? Over. Yep, you it's also streaming. It's on Spotify. It's Apple Music. It's pretty much anywhere. I think... If you want it for free and you're old school, I think it's still on, like, Bandcamp. Oh, yeah.
1: um, We have it on Bandcamp. If you want to pay us a dollar, you can have it for a yeah. dollar.
2: Well, there you go. We, we're we more
1: interested in putting our music into your hands than we are for getting money.
0: What, what you can get for it because it's exactly. not it's very minimal. Very minimal. You'd rather have people show up at the gig and, and yep. that kind of exactly. thing.
2: Exactly. Yep. Yep. And just enjoy it. Like, it's nice to, you know, when somebody's heard of you or something, it's cool, like, knowing that you're doing something in the scene.
0: Some of the songs on that first CD that you guys, did you guys release any like singles type thing or just put the CD out, is there there some favorites on there?
1: Yes, actually. So we, before the album, we released a double-sided single um, that was Wake Up and Scraping.
0: That's kind of an old school thing you did. Yeah. It's like the old 45 thing where you had the side A, B,
1: the other side. Just like a one-off little single. Yeah. um, Just two songs on it. Uh, and that was, we released that a couple months beforehand and then we dropped the whole 10 song album, but we put those two songs on there. Those are, uh, two of our like oldest songs. We, those ones have been in the band and even like almost before the band, even like those were, those songs were already conceptually.
2: I think those were, yeah, derivatives
1: of like, yeah, Nigel songs mm-hmm, like that. Nigel I have been playing music for so long that it happens every now and then.
0: So at this point you guys are still thinking, uh, full LP-type stuff, uh, albums, stuff like that. That's Again, that's kind of old-school thinking anymore. It's like,
2: you know, everything's changing so fast. Right. Like, we actually had that conversation at one point. I remember sitting in the meeting where we were talking about how we weren't going to do a CD next time and thinking how bizarre that that seemed in my head, right? Because, like, I'm still, again, I'm 35. I'm old enough that, like, when I think of music, like, I think of buying a CD or even, you know, at the time when it was burning CDs and using Napster and all that stuff, but it's like, you know, you go from the album, you know, the vinyl being physically in your hand and, and having to turn it and not being able to skip through to, you know, what I call now, like, music ADD, where people listen to like 30 seconds of songs on Spotify and then switch it and they want to show you like this and it's like 30 seconds and it's like so yeah Yeah, it's
0: weird it's you're right though it's It's, it's bizarre people do different
2: stuff and that's why I was talking about doing a video because it's like instant gratification and it's like you know how do you get people to listen to it that's a a weird thing that you know when you go into this there's so many things you think about and you know it's how do we get this cd done and blah 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 how do we get there and then it's like we never thought about like how do you get somebody to actually listen to it. Yeah, and right. it's way harder. It's different than you think. It's it is. way harder yeah. than you think.
0: It's the same thing with this podcast. It's no so different. How yep. do you get people to watch your podcast? It's the same thing. You might you, you you feel like you're putting out quality. You feel like you got it all figured out. The problem is is that nobody cares.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it's, problem is nobody it's cares. Time man. Time is the most precious it. thing it to has. everybody and and that takes Whatever takes that little bit of time is is that hindrance between them actually doing it. Yeah,
0: know? and and we're, we're, the time was more put into putting out an LP, which means, you know, you have eight to ten songs, and you got to work on each song and perfect it, and then you work on that song more, and da 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 Now, it seems like you write one good song, you work on that song, tweak it, and then you work on the video aspect of it, and then you work yeah. on promotion part of it and it's yeah. just one song you put almost the same energy you would put into an lp into this one song it's just you take it further you know yeah. you go into the video aspect and the promotional aspect just for one song and then yeah. in another month or two you do another one and another yeah. month or two you do another one this is the new this is the new norm so yeah i kind of like the i kind of like the singling so that's what you guys have kind of done the last few songs is put out singles yeah and and not so much a collection of work and is that you, you're going to kind of Stay in that vein, you think, as far as the moving on in the future.
2: I mean, we talked about even uh, it, it's something that we're constantly thinking about. You know, what the the customer actually wants, what the market is is going towards. You know, actual vinyl has made a comeback, and like yep. you know, I have a a vinyl thing. Tuan has a vinyl setup, um, and and strangely enough, it's that weird thing where like the people who are buying the stuff might actually be buying vinyl more than, like, CDs. Like, we saw, historically, for the first time ever, like, vinyl went up and, like, CDs went down yeah, in right. the past year or whatever, which is, you know, so we're – I mean, we talked about putting yeah. it on a, a freaking flash drive, you know, w- or having things with just a QR code that – So just having the, the hard song, copy so. is yeah. still
0: important. Like, you feel like, like uh, it, physically being able to touch something, there's something to that you know because like you know i was talk about vinyl the the one thing about vinyl that i think was the coolest thing about it wasn't the sound or anything the it was art. the freaking yeah. art like yeah. you oh, had yeah. you know before oh, videos yeah. you look at like yes and yeah those little oh in, yeah. Those yeah
1: inserts you know there'd just be like entire paintings in there for no reason yeah, yeah there's, you know? there's there's,
0: there's awesome. something to be said about the sleeve and the lyrics yeah. being printed you could read them you could actually see the letters on it because it's big enough print well, or you're not trying to squeeze it on this little ass thing
2: but that's where it almost made it more tangible in that period of time right people had a connection with that that i feel like they don't as much with the digital age with yeah with that's why they changed it in two seconds on Spotify. They didn't their experience span. that yeah. time where like you would actually have to wait and like flip the album, you know.
0: Well, they, not uh, only that, but wait, you know, like wait for music to come out, and then yeah, and then yeah. you couldn't even still hear it. Right. Right. You had to go buy it, and, well, and then you and, might yeah. be able to hear it. You know what I mean? It's it was like totally different time.
2: And that's why it's weird now it, navigating that. Everything's fully accessible, but but what do people want? And like what makes them, you know appreciate it and, and go back for it
0: on these singles any songs stand out like like we were just talking about you have a few you have a few songs that
1: you uh know. yeah we had talked about um we were talking about lemons a little bit earlier um that was one of the ones that i helped write i play drums and keys on that one um all of our songs are a group effort um yeah at least in a slight part but uh yeah that one i do sing on that was uh that was pretty fun uh, i was able to sneak in some of our uh favorite catchphrases um, yeah. Like we we like to say, these are all just words for whenever, like like we're just talking. Like this doesn't mean anything. These are all just words. Yeah. And I snuck that in there somehow. Um, uh, yeah, I said these are all just words employed to serenade. We also like to talk about bitches be trifling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the BBT, second, man.
1: Yep. So <laughs> then the second verse, I'm saying my ears are ringing from all these bitches trifling. And then they echo, <laughs> bitches trifling. <laughs> my ears are ringing.
2: It's really fun. Lemons. Yeah, lemons. lemons. Let's see. On this one, I would say, like, I mean, our anthem is kind of like Wake Up. That's kind of like the anthem because he had written that melody, and then um, I gave him the idea, like, when the whole country band thing uh, played out. I was like, what if you, like, wrote it about that dude? And, like, he had been going, like, months without figuring out how to put lyrics to this, and it was, like, an hour, and he was like, he was like, what, you know? And then an hour later, he has the song done. So that kind of was is like one of our anthems. Our way is a little more poppy, and that's kind of like our like radio single, like our little the, John Mayer esque or something like oh, that. Okay.
1: Little uh, like fan favorite there too, unexpected fan favorite. We wrote but, that song in one
2: night. Oh, blow that's me. That's the way up. it works, yeah. man. But blow me up is kind of like. Oh, the that's cult, another one. That's the yeah. cult favorite of this one. I wrote that. Um, way back during it was like the san bernardino shooting that like sparked me to to write that and then but it's like a really playful like upbeat you know way to present that kind of material and and it's catchy enough and like repetitive enough that like people latched onto the chorus which is just up 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 so that kind of became like a crowd favorite for like probably
1: our most requested live song i would say no kidding, is blow me up. Yeah. Cool. Which That's is cool. Which new is another ones... like six and a half minute yeah, like right. long song that for some reason people you know. Well, new did ones,
2: it, I would say. uh, I mean, all the new ones are cool and and have that potential to do the the you know be the single and they're different. Like Constant Light has that weird uh, wah pedal on the it's violin. Like a, yeah. Um, it's got some grungy
1: guitar and then the violin wah and I'm playing a really dirty synth. Breakdown. Are you run it Breakdown through is kind of like Muse. Uh, no, I'm. Just, it's just a Roland. So oh, I run the violin the through pedals,
2: yeah. actually. So I, take, does, yeah. my pedal board for my guitar is the same for my violin. I just have a switch. Oh, cool. So
0: cool, cool, man. That's cool. Guys, got any gigs coming up? Pretty pretty anytime.
2: Uh yeah, December third, um, at the Jenks Building in Cuyahoga Falls. The Jenks
0: Building, yeah, which Camel Butter, cool. we know Camel Butter. We've had that honor. They there play there. Go.
2: It's a super cool thing. It's really eclectic. It's like a neighborhood vibe. Um, very artsy. They they have wine and wine tastings. They have local art. They have musicians. It's really cool. They yeah. have coffee. Um, they actually have the yada yada coffee and corn. The band Corn was there. Uh, really? Not too long ago. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Like, Corn wow. showed up to the Junks building to really? their yada yada coffee.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, they have oh, their oh. own
2: coffee with them called Coffee with a K because it's Corn. Yeah, I get, um, it. I get it. But, yeah, so we're playing there December 3rd, and that's through my friend Ben Gage, who's another incredible musician in the area. Um, he put that together for us. It's going to be different. That'll be a
1: fun one, yeah. It, it's it's going to be
2: different for us because we're going to do, like, an acoustic kind of strip down as much as we do kind of thing, which, like, we're still so anal about our, like, sound and, and production that it won't be just, like, five of us in a room, like, we'll be, you know, plugged in here and there, but it'll be a cajon kit and, like, acoustic instruments.
0: Twine and, might be pulling out the uh, upright stand. It would
2: be cool. I don't know if he's going to have space in that building, but we'll we'll explore that. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, that's the way to go. Yeah. I just think, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is. I know it's just me, but whenever I see that happen, when I, well, I'm, I'm a Primus guy, oh, so uprights are sweet. I love, I love Les sweet. Claypool. Yeah. yeah, and I love when he would pull out the upright and, and, and I just, yeah, looks cool. Yeah, Les
1: Claypool's <laughs> cool. To break out like the whole truck just to
2: bring the instrument in. Yeah, it's a big.
0: Much. It's a big one.
2: So that, so we're doing that. Um, then next year we'll be back at the Greenville. That's one of our kind of like stomping grounds. I'm going to work on booking some stuff here. One thing that I'm working on, um, again, I mentioned my girlfriend is a director of Stone Monroe Falls Orchestra. Um, and, like, we know a lot of musicians in the area, like Jeff Clem, um, who's also, like, a music teacher. Um, and what I'm working on putting together is is a show that is, like, a benefit where some of the money goes back to, like bands and orchestras in schools because oh, that's cool when you look at stuff today like they've lost such a perspective of like what real music is because like there isn't a lot of it in mainstream you know it's your your electronic f- fatty and your mega stallions and your whatever a lot of and it's, laptop it's a lot of laptop yeah. yeah. and yeah, so so giving them again like the tangible piece of of instrument and music and giving them that experience like you know that's something fiddle revolt wants to be a part of so we'll look for that. That'll probably be a thing. I'd like to have uh, some of the students actually sit in and play with us for that, which will be pretty cool. Oh yeah. because awesome. we haven't done that yet. Um, and hopefully new material and you know more shows and all that good stuff will be coming down the pipeline. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and once you know once a band comes on our show, Pat runs the website for us, and he he if you go on levelupcleveland.com, he does a really good job. And so. Once the band's on the show, he creates this whole page for you, and then you to. He links everything to everywhere for you, so you just go to one place, and he he also promotes everybody's gigs. He'll promote any of your new releases. Awesome, everything just gets promoted now. Awesome. Once you're in, you you're. We always say they're like our children. Yeah, that <laughs> we loves. always treat all the bands like our kids. We're like, well, Love how's he doing?
1: Oh, you thanks. LevelUpCleveland.com. Love love LevelUpCleveland.com.
2: Love LevelUpCleveland.com.
0: Love yeah. we'll, we'll get you that the website.
2: We've been, you know, in the Northeast Ohio music scene forever, and it's such a great group of of people. It's super diverse, and everybody knows each other. Like as soon as we talked about like Cleveland music scene, like I know Mark. You 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 know Mark. Like we all, you know, what's the guy that we were about to record with, Jim. Wirt, is it Jim Wirtz? Yeah, Jim Wirtz. Like, From, everybody uh... seems to know everybody, and everybody's out to help. And, like, you know, Beachland Ballroom has been around forever. I've been in bands where, like, three-fifths of the band worked there. And just, like,
1: oh, yeah. people, yeah. people I, underestimate I the work scene there.
2: in Ohio. And, like, the scene in Ohio is killer. Like, there's amazing musicians. Like, that's why you're getting the Black Keys and, and 21 Pilots and all that kind of shit out of Ohio. Dave Grohl, Nine Inch Nails. Like, it, it's a... The rock and roll hall of fame is here for a reason. Yeah,
0: you know? no, you're right, man. I mean, things, things are, things are. If there's one thing, we might not have the best sports franchises, but our yeah. music scenes pretty good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, big shout out to you guys. Like, yeah. it's Thanks, it's man. content right, creators you like you, like promoting v- with no real. Kickback for your own self, none. But just like, yeah, we've had a couple of like, you know, it's really awesome to meet people like you, willing to promote local music on your own time cool. and do a big production like this. Uh, like, thanks for having us on. It really does mean a lot to us.
0: No, I appreciate that. Uh, we both do. Uh, that, that we love when people at least acknowledge that we've. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's No, this cool. is a lot of work that you guys are doing just to, like, help us know. But, I mean, like.
0: Yeah, who knows where it will go one day. I mean, this show could be, yeah. you know. But right now, I mean. Exactly. Having, the fun in this show is meeting you guys. All the different
1: musicians we meet. That's, I mean, that's why we're here in Cleveland. We I, love this community.
2: It's I, great. I've never thought about the fact that musicians kind of get paid in stories. But that's an interesting way to look at it. Totally. It's not huh. it's not normally money, but there's <laughs> there's lots of stories, man. Oh my
0: God, they're the best. They're, they're the best stories. All right, guys, we're out of time. Um, I really thank you guys for coming down and hanging out with us. Thank you. Yeah, this thank was you. cool. It was,
1: that was great. Like really I glad. said,
0: check out levelupcleveland.com. That'll that'll pretty much. You guys got your own website too, though.
1: We have thefiddlerevolt.com. Yeah, the fiddlerevolt.com, so tfr.band, if you're uh, in a hurry.
0: Yeah right. You guys, you guys got everything everywhere. Yeah. If, and, and what's cool about you guys? There's no two fiddle revolts. There's just the one.
1: There's that's right. So there's no
0: no way to confuse. Typically,
1: it. if you start typing the fiddle on any Google, on any website, we are the first band It to comes pop right pop. up. Yeah. There's because nothing. nobody named their band.
0: Brilliant. The fiddle, right. Let me just say how <laughs> I know, brilliant. Right? That I love is. that. It's so great. All right, guys, that's it for us. Fiddle Revolt. Check them out when you can, when you see them.
1: We're out. Thank you. Thank you. That'll be
0: fine.